The following podcast features discussion of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting edition of Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. I am your favorite Gunkle Forrest. Um, unfortunately, we have had to, uh, Lauren is not able to make it. Um, there's been a lot of personal stuff going on. So um, when she is okay to explain it, she will talk about it. But for now, we're going to try to move in another different direction. Um, I said with when we had Ollie on, for his episode, that one of the bigger things about this show is that I want diversity and I want inclusivity, and I think that you know we we need to be able to discuss as a whole the concept of sex, especially sharing stories about people who don't necessarily look like you, but we all have something in common. We're fucking human beings. So uh, I thought it'd be really awesome to start off this whole. Uh, movement for myself to bring on someone that I'm very excited for, recommended by the one and only David Romero from Natural Born Breeders, the one, the only Daddy Bull Bear. So, Daddy, welcome to Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited for this. So I'm I'm very curious. Daddy Bull Bear. The name is definitely stands out and i was definitely like when it when you were recommended to come onto the show i was like that is a name where did that name come from yeah that is a name and it's you know it's always it's kind of my go-to the daddy part just because i i have a a, you know daddy appeal Mm -hmm. about me if you will the bull actually is because i'm a taurus oh that's cool okay so taurus the bull and then I also kind of consider myself to be of the bear community. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it just really all came together. And I was like, daddy bull bear. Like I, I kind of played around with it. I was like, bear bull daddy, daddy bear bull, you know, uh-huh. like, I, you know, kind of, and I was like, daddy bull. and it just, and it's, it's stuck with ever since. So I um, love that. Yeah. That's a, that, it's a, it's a, yeah. I think what definitely will pull people <laughs> though is when, you can have a name that will like pull someone's attention. That's kind of uh, like, yeah. like not a traditional name, if that makes sense. Right. You know, no, which I think like deviant otter or, you know, you have daddy right. bull bear, those names yeah. grab people's attention. So I really do love that. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. I, so I'm kind of interested. Where did your beginnings yeah. in sex start? Well, that one time in 1907. No, okay. Um, <laughs> but shit, if that's when it happened, you look good, man. You look good for your age. I, I drink lots of water. Um, yeah. Thank you. No, it, you know, here's the thing. You know, in all honesty and transparency, I will admit that I am a sexual person and I do mm-hmm. enjoy sex. The one thing that I always like to clarify with people, though, that just because I'm sexual doesn't mean that. I have sex with just anybody, everybody. What that means is I've gotten to a space where I'm very comfortable in my sexuality and in who I am. And I'm confident in it. And I'm just, I'm I'm embracing me for lack of better words. And, you know, it's always, it's always been in the back of my mind of, you know, Ooh, I wonder what it'd be like and whatever, but I always kind of held off and held off. And I, last year, actually, I would say 2018 was the start of it. And that's kind of when Daddy Bull Bear was born, if you will. I was doing photo shoots, just, re- you know, regular, like, uh, with photographers here, like erotic mm-hmm. style, whatever. And um, I just realized something was happening with me. Like I was, I was kind of basically I was bringing myself to life in a totally different way. 
And it basically began because of Instagram. And the feedback that I was getting was very empowering. And it was very um, affirming, if you will, because one of the things was, you know, I wasn't trying to, and this is nothing against anybody else, you know, do I work out? Yes. Do I eat healthy as best as I can, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But do I have, you know, a six pack or even a two pack of abs? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. You know, I'm a guy from the Midwest. And my thing was being comfortable in my own skin and showing other people, especially in the gay community that, you know, especially the ones over 40 or not even, you know, any age group really, that it's okay to be who you are and embrace body positivity instead of body mm -hmm. shaming, you know? So if you don't have, you know, this big old chest and big arms and all this other shit that, you know, you're not as sexy as, you know, the guy that's, you know, got the, you know, sexy belly and, you know, the thick legs and whatever else. So it kind of started from, you know, people responding to my images and other photographers saying, hey, I want to shoot with you. And it definitely, definitely ignited something in me. And then David Romero was actually the person, you know, had been in contact with me. And we, we talked about it before, but I was like, eh, I was still on the fence about it. And I kept thinking, what's holding me back? And the only answer was me, because it's like, okay, well, if I enjoy being physical and intimate with someone and sexual, okay, great. And it's in front of a camera, which oddly enough, turns me on. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's there to lose? Yeah, right. So yeah, that that's kind of what kind of made it catapult. You know, it's it's been an interesting journey. Um, I've only so far done two produced, if you will, mm -hmm. films. You know, not including home movies. <laughs> hey. Okay. And um, but mm -hmm. I've had you know a few others reach out to me like, hey. And the thing about it is, you know, it's a part of who I am, but is it all of who I am? Absolutely not. But it definitely is. You know, it's it's me. <laughs> yeah, I know so. like how you were saying like it's like it's a facet of who you are but it doesn't define you as in, in total. Right. Like we ha like when we had Teddy Bear right. on, this discussion was very much like mm -hmm. a he's I'm also an artist who just happens to be doing sex right. work, you know? And so I uh -huh. Right. I love that. And I wish that we would take out the stigma of, oh, that person is just a porn star. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather Correct. we change that stigma because I think that that's something that mm -hmm. has been kind of creating an issue for people. But I feel like even with the pandemic, that has sort of changed a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Where people are sharing themselves a little bit, you know. They are. And it also, too, you know, um, because, yeah, outside of this, I mean, I actually – I'm my actual – thing um, and I'm also an instructor so but what it even does is that even in like if I go out to get a beer with a with a buddy of mine or even on my own mm -hmm. if someone happens to see me because they know of me oh daddy bull bear and of course that's how they approach me which is fine mm -hmm. but it's this automatic because that's what they see me as so they feel that they can approach me as mm -hmm. whatever bull bear yeah and a lot of times I have to kind of bring some bring them back to reality like hi nice to meet you like calm down <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm, I'm here having a yeah beer. take I'm a break like, <laughs> right like oh daddy well like it's like okay the, yeah pause you know so yeah it's it's people understanding mm -hmm. and respect that what you, is not you know what you see on film and what you see in front of you in imagery again that's a part of it but as the expression goes, don't get it twisted mm -hmm. as to like, that's who I am 24 hours a day, seven days a week, mm -hmm. you know? 
So it's 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 been interesting in that too. Yeah. Well, I do think it has something to do with the fantasy oh, of like you know seeing someone. Mm -hmm that you just look over on this camera and you're like, God, mm -hmm. I want to lick every inch exactly. of his fucking body. <laughs> and then to see it in person and go, and just automatically assume that you'll be down for that and not realize that it's something you do to make money, you know? Right. It's a weird, it's a weird little thing dynamic. Right. And they look at it as like, oh, he's here, like right here, right now. Like, I mean, I've had guys say to me like, oh, daddy, like, can we go to the bathroom and just fuck me right now? No, I won't. Like, like what the fuck <laughs> like calm down yeah and the, and the other part of it too is because in in general who i am in nature i'm a very like laid back calm chill person and mm -hmm. again what you might see on screen and i kind of portray the same thing even on screen like i i, I go at my energy and my pace yeah so to speak so when someone comes in extra then I'm like, yeah, we're, we're going to pause on that, mm -hmm. you know? But I think the other part, I, I just realized, going back to the question about, you know, when did this all begin? Part of what encouraged me and or wanting to do it was to show a little bit more diversity mm -hmm. and inclusivity in general. Yeah. And to show it in a positive manner. Because I feel that there's a lot of still stereotyped fantasy fetishizing that happens and i'm not knocking it there's nothing wrong with it but to show that listen a person of color doesn't automatically fit into this category yeah. that is always for the most part promoted or shown or you know etc you know i mean something so simple as for example instagram when you look at all of the various uh gay handles or hashtags if you will mm -hmm. and all of the different pages that promote um you know gay men of, of various whatever you know you've got wolf daddies and silver bears and all different kinds of stuff mm -hmm. and you look at their pages and it's like hmm you know and i'm scrolling it's the scrolling, same color scrolling scrolling and i'm like huh and then what's even more interesting and i've done this and oddly enough i have yet to get a response i will message them you know on a dm and say just out of curiosity do you ever or do you plan to ever showcase any you know a people of color and i'm not saying it has to be brown skin african-american it could be latina it could be asian it, it, anyone outside of caucasian european male white yeah you know so just to show that wow you know you put in a hashtag it's interesting because for some of my pictures that i put on instagram you know i type in the word gay <laughs> and it's, it's really even weird to say it gay there there's gay black men then there's gay black mm -hmm. men and each of those have about um it shows you like how many times it's been used as a hashtag and on average it's yeah. like thirty thousand. and then there's one that's uh just gay black wow i'm like and it almost sounds kind of offensive, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, but it's, but I, and sometimes I don't like to identify myself because it's, it's obvious if you look at me that, okay, he, you know, I mean, not that it's obvious that I'm a black person because I can be whatever race or multiracial, mm -hmm. but I sometimes don't like saying or qualifying on a hashtag to say, you know, gay black man or gay black man or whatever. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, if someone's going to type in that hashtag to search, then why shouldn't I pop up? Yeah. It, it's just a very weird thing. So that was my other uh, reason and, and I guess kind of journey into it to just kind of say like, you know, 
Uh, here I am, I'll, I'll be 49 this year, you know, educated, et cetera. And it's like, like, let's just, as they say, change the narrative. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And for people to be more open to seeing that the narrative isn't what you've always seen. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah. No, I completely agree. So far, I noticed, like, obviously, like, Natural Born Breeders, it, we we have David Romero to thank for the introduction of you. Yes, absolutely. And so absolutely. what other studios, if you were approached by, would you automatically say, like, yes, I will do a scene with you? Well, here's what's funny. I don't even know if some of these studios are still yeah. studios anymore because, you know, because they, they kind of mm-hmm. come and go, if you will. I did like what I did. Uh, we did one with Hot Older Male. David mm-hmm. got me on that one as well. So that was, that was a good one. You know, there's kind of the ones that I, that I would where my go-tos would be like Titan Mail mm. or uh, Tim Tails. Ooh, um, Tim Tails. Oh, yeah, because... Oh, man, yeah, that is just like listen. a complete, like, <laughs> yeah. fuck fest there. That, 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 that man, I'm like, sometimes I feel like he channels me from <laughs> the shit that I see on there. Yeah. I'm like... How did, like, how did you know? Like, you brought that on screen. Like, how did you know? You know, I I get very surprised about Tim Tail sometimes because they, like, especially with how much how much weight they're pulling there, like, how do some of those bottoms handle right. that big of a thing? Even I'm like, I'm a power bottom, but I don't even think I can handle that big. Oh, my God. Right. That takes a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. A lot of practice and maybe an Advil or two. <laughs> Poppers, weed, whatever you can do to just like calm. Tequila, yeah, yeah exactly. everything. Damn. I lo- which I I, exactly. I like that. So, what it sounds to me too, and obviously, like I'm kind of maybe in the same vein, is that you probably want to be centered in or working with studios that diversity is just a natural thing for them. Correct. And right. is obviously right. that has to be important with with any studio in general. But oh, yeah. do you feel like though sometimes it is important? Like obviously, for example, um, noir male. Is it important to still mm-hmm. have those specific like specific types studios and promoting that kind of stuff? I think it is important just to show that it's that it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, it's, it is capable and that we're capable of having those studios. So I think in that aspect, it's, it it is, it is necessary Mm -hmm. because I feel that just like for a lot of things, if there's not an outlet that I, or we as African-American people or people of color have created for ourselves, Mm -hmm. then it always feels like you may not understand my perspective even though you're asking me to be a part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let me start my own and let me generate and bring people in within my community of who I know mm-hmm. that might be more comfortable because of the fact simply that they see me and that mm-hmm. they see my yeah. face and my name as, you know, the operator, owner, president, whatever you want to call it, of this, of this company. And they're like, oh, yes. okay. And they might feel that, just in more than anything else, better recognition, um, better recognition, better opportunity, mm-hmm. better, just, just more, um, instead of being, you know, kind of always placed as the same and always doing the same and showcasing the same and title as the same. So 
Although it, it's great that, you know, studios are or will consider being more diverse, there's still, I think, definitely a need, just like anything else, for, you know, there to be our own studios as well. And to, to showcase that, you know, it yeah. can be just as success, successful yeah. as any other studio. That's yeah, because I noticed too, and I was actually going to have this conversation with Lauren because it was something I've always noticed. So like, mm -hmm. obviously, when I was younger, still over the age of 18, I'm going to keep it at that. There were certain websites that I did follow that had that had like the average Joe that wasn't like porn star cut like six pack abs mm -hmm. and then out of nowhere right. they start changing and they start so men over 30 was one of those studios mm -hmm. that definitely had like the average joe that i loved and i i yeah. recently gave them back my money because yeah. i want to watch that kind of content but then they started flipping over to right. these porn stars who are just massive mm -hmm. they're not the average right. joe and i'm like come on right. like we can do better i think actually another example is the guy site oh the yeah guy site is slowly starting to become I that remember. okay yeah and i'm like the reason why we love the guy site was because they were not normal people or like you know they were normal people right I, they're relatable yes I, that's that's what it is i feel that when you see someone that is re that you can relate to and that you don't feel that even though you're looking at them on a screen and it's it's a visual and it's fantasy, mm -hmm. somewhere in the, in the back of your head, you still think to yourself, if I were to see that in real life, they wouldn't pay me no mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to someone that's relatable. And so that's one of the reasons, like even for myself, I'm a big fan of amateur porn when it's truly amateur porn. Because yes. like you said, it's just an average looking, average looking guy coming in, you know, again, the body, he... he no. He looks like he does. We were so good. Period. You know, so you might have uh -huh. the guy that, you know, comes in yeah. with a little bit of a, a trucker belly, so to speak, and, you know, receding hairline, whatever. But then you're like, damn, get it, daddy. You know what I mean? So there, there's that whole thing. So when it's relatable, mm -hmm. I think that's what makes everyone, for the most part, yeah. more exciting yeah. and more into it as opposed to something that's like, again, it might look good and you're like, oh my God, look at his arms, look at his this and look at his that. But then mm -hmm. in real life, you're like, eh. There's no substance there. Exactly. It's nothing. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why and that's why I think I love about, about natural born breeders mm -hmm. and the way that, that David produces the content Absolutely. is that he does do, like he'll put in a mixture of fairly known stars and, along right. with people who he happens to know right. who want to do it right. and gives them the chance to do it. And, right. you know, and it's, it leads for a, a good time. Like, honestly, if I was ever in Florida, yeah. I'd be like, Hey David, I would like three guys to just go to town. Let's right. do it. You know? And, right. and that's the kind of stuff that I think I miss. But a question I want to ask in specific mm -hmm. to obviously something you cannot change the color of your skin. Do you feel as right. though that because of the fact that you are, of of uh that you are a black performer that mm -hmm. there's almost a little bit more of a a harsher eye on you because of that of trying to keep standards or if that makes sorry if that doesn't make sense or if you it, it makes sense and i understand what you're saying i guess my answer would be i'm not sure because uh -huh. you know i'm not necessarily aware of what or who i may be compared to now 
With that yeah. being said, though, going back to kind of what I said in terms of like the stereotype or the fetishized fantasy, you know, I'm not the man being go walking around with a 12 inch dick that's as, you know, thick as a, a Budweiser mm, yeah. beer can. You know, you know, I'm, I'm eight. I'm, uh, it's it's got a good thickness and girth to it. And that's that's what it's I got. Good. It looks nice. Well, for the, thank you. For those of you who haven't seen it, it looks really good. I'm just saying. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I do what I do with it and it seems to work. But again, you know. I don't go in with this whole mentality of being a quote unquote black performer with the big black cock or the BBC like, and actually that's something that kind of turns me off. And I think that's maybe what might be different Mm -hmm. that if even in real life, when someone says to me, and of course not in person, or actually it has been said to me in person, but like, oh, I just love, you know, big black cock. And I'm like, do you now? Like it does, it, 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 you know, and I'm a little sarcastic in case you haven't caught that already, but you <laughs> what? Know, no, <laughs> but you know, it, it does absolutely nothing for me. So in terms of, you know, you know, getting kind of more of an eye on me as to the standard and things of that nature, I think what might be different with me is that I don't allow to be titled as such. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm a man of color and I'm a black man. I'm, I'm not ashamed of that or hide of that. But what you're not going to do is automatically give me those words to what I'm doing or how I'm performing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because then to me, it, it takes away from everything, you know, like in the two films that I've done. And it's funny because the good thing that I like about David is that he wants me to have the conversation with the models like beforehand, you know, a little getting to know each other and likes, Mm -hmm. dislikes, turn ons, turn offs and stuff like that. And the one thing that I will tell them, do not say to me, fuck me daddy with your big black cock or anything with those words, because I will stop. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because they're like, okay, and one person asked me to explain that to them. And I said, because it's objectifying. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm not one to be objectified. You can say fucking with your big cock, fucking with your cock. You can say all those words. But as soon as you use that, that, that big that black, black word, dick. I just, I just, yeah. I don't know why. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking it because of course, I'm sure people are going to be like, oh, what's wrong with the BBC and blah, blah, blah nothing's wrong with it so calm down for all of you out there listening i'm just simply saying there's more to it than that and you know just like anything else if you expand how you think about something and the perception of it it's it just changes everything else so you know what i just want to bring to the table for whatever journey that i'm on in this is for people to just be a little bit more aware that yes you see me as a black man you see me as all these things that identify me as a black man but there's a limit yeah i guess that's the best way to say it yeah i mean everybody should have a limit and that's super important even in sex like there are limits to things like even for those of us who are sex positive while it's great we get to you know fuck around and have fun and try to play but at the end of the day there are still limits that even we uphold for ourselves because if we don't that's when people start crossing the line and it gets abusive and Mm -hmm. then we start to get turned off of it and that's not fair to us exactly without a doubt yeah absolutely so I do want to, so now I actually want to know a little bit about the very first scene that you did shoot. So 
what was that experience like even just like getting the schedule for it like being booked to do it what were your feelings going into it and then yeah how did you feel during the whole scene and film shooting so yeah it was like fifty thousand and one things going through my head because i tend to be an overthinker again i'm a taurus so that's mm -hmm. what we do we we think about everything <laughs> and so yeah. again you know david and i you know we've been going back and forth and so he was like well you know i have this guy so the first one was, was hot older male and the guy, um, his name is, um, his studio name is Mitch Davis. And mm, we love Mitch. Yeah. Mitch good. yeah. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is a hot fucker. And mm. so when he showed me his picture and I was like, <laughs> okay. And you know, we're, we're finally getting down schedules or whatever. And it was one of those things of, you know, being that it was my first time not knowing what to expect and we shot at Leatherworks. So that's where the studio was. So it wasn't, you know, in a hotel or anything else. Yeah, so they, they have a, a private studio room or whatever. So now what made it work? The thing about David, shout out to David. He's a very, he's a cool guy. He's very yeah. chill. He's about his business, but he makes sure that you know everything, but mm -hmm. also that you're comfortable. And that, yeah. that was those were his exact words. He's like, if you're not comfortable, then let's not do it. And, and, you know, he was like, just, you know, do what feels, you know, he's like, I don't have a script for you. He's like, you know, there's a few, you know, positions I want you guys to do, et cetera. He was like, but the rest is on you. Mm -hmm. And um, so that first time, you know, I'm not going to lie. Part of what really got me excited and, and like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this is because Mitch David, he's a sexy fucker, but he's a big dude. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I think he's like six three six two six three solid so he's a fucking giant ready to yeah. destroy right so <laughs> and so here he is you know i'm gonna say probably a good solid like maybe 230 and just like me he's an alpha so what turned me on was i'm gonna fuck down this big old beefy alpha dad like that in <laughs> itself just you know, just, yeah. I'm, oh, because again, he's, he's just, he's just this big beefcake of, of man, but he's also like, he's kind of like me, you know, I tell people like, you know, I'm a, I'm a pig, but I'm also a teddy bear, you know, so he's kind of mm -hmm. the same thing. He's a pig, but he's also a gentle giant, if you will. We get in there and it was just him. It was just myself, Mitch and David. That was it. Mm -hmm. In the back of my head, you know, you see like four different cameramen in the room and you see all these lights everywhere and all this other shit. And I'm like... Okay, okay. And I, I've got a few friends, um, especially here in Fort Lauderdale and Miami that that do it and they do it a little bit more regular. And the one thing that I've heard more than anything was, you know, that it is actual work because you have to perform. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're like you're not fucking a guy just to fuck him, like you're performing. You know, when you've got lights and you've got not just the cameraman, but the cameraman's assistant and 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 you kind of are like you get distracted and next thing you know, you're like, wait, where, where did my dick go? <laughs> you know, so it's, it's this whole mental prep that, that you kind of have to do as well. And so those are the things I was kind of concerned of as well. I'm like, let's just be clear. Am I going to get hard? Am I going to stay hard? And, and like all these things. And once I kind of just got out of my head and breathed and Mitch was great to work with, it made it a lot easier. And again, with David, you know, his energy, because that's the biggest thing that I'm, I'm about is energy, no matter what, it just worked. And, you know, it took about uh, the first time, I want to say we were there for about a good, not even a full hour, oh, wow. to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, he 
excuse me, he took the still images that he wanted to take, you know, of for like promo stuff, and then go. So it was like scene one, scene two, and then scene three, and then comes shot, and that's it. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. You know, they went and done. We pack up, and I left and went through a drive-through and came <laughs> home and watched some Golden Girls, and that was it. You know, so yeah. goes the night. So, yeah, so it, it was good. And and again, I think when you have someone that, and I think this is like anything else in life, that because you're kind of entrusting them to make it the best experience. So when everything just kind of falls in line and, and, and is in yeah. sync together, it works. And that kind of was the same thing with the second shoot for Natural Born Breeders, you know, same thing. We had the conversation. It was at some guy's house and, you know, the guy that I worked with, uh, uh, Caleb, oh, short little furry. Oh, I'm looking at the go. website right now, looking at the two of Sorry. you and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was some goodness. Cause he was out, he was already there before I got there and David introduced us and he just looked at me, he was like, daddy. And I was just like, and I just grabbed him by the back of his head and we started making out right then and there. And they was like, okay, so I guess there's a little bit of energy and attraction here. <laughs> I have to separate the two <laughs> like, of you Hold on to before that. I, we haven't right, started. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what he said. He was like, I haven't even gotten the camera. We haven't even signed our waivers. Like, yeah. wait, guys, it was good. And what was interesting, when I watched that, because it was completely unedited, there was a scene where I'm sitting on, because we were outside on the patio, actually. I'm sitting in a chair and I'm getting my dick sucked and I get up to, I'm not sure if I was getting ready to eat his ass or something, but I get up from the chair and I see myself. And of course we are our own worst critics. You know, we all, we judge everything. And I was like, oh, that's what I, and I, I, I focused actually on my stomach. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a thick guy and I've always had, you know, belly, whatever. But it, when you see it on camera, you're like, what yeah. the fuck? That's what I look like. And I said that to David and he's like, no, 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 no. He was like, that's exactly, he was like, that's why it's called natural yeah. porn breeders. He was like, I, he's like, trust me, it's a good thing. And I was like, oh, I know I shouldn't have eaten that burger before I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> you get your dick sucked and fucking some ass like that's going to be a big deal. <laughs> the bottoms, on the other exactly. hand, there's like emodium, yeah, like... douching and all this other shit going on. <laughs> Goddamn. Right. I was like, well, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have drank that beer. I look so bloated, you know, I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, it all, you know, and, and what's interesting is he even shared with me recently that apparently I'm in, um, there's this list of like the top 10 models, so to speak. And I'm in the top three. I was Good like, job. Wow. That's awesome. I know. Right. I was like, I was like, how? Huh? Okay. So it, and it, it intrigues me to wonder what that is and i think part of what it is to be honest with you probably doesn't does include the fact of diversity mm -hmm. i'm gonna say probably in race age and even body type because mm -hmm. again i think when you see someone that's not your and i don't want to say typical porn star because that doesn't sound right but someone who is what you would expect to see as a porn star yeah. because they are so chiseled and they are so perfectly cut and you know tanned and their fur is all in the right place and mm -hmm. all these things you know that's what you automatically go to as the as the traditional narrative mm -hmm. then someone like me shows up on set and like hey 
And it's like, what? And again, going back to what you and I said, it's more relatable. Yeah. It's more like, oh yeah, yeah okay. Hmm. I think I saw him at Target last week. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads me to my next question, especially in regards to with where the climate is and where it has been going since since the BLM really kicked off last summer. Are we right. have we been right. seeing a shift in diversity and or has that always been a thing or are we, is this becoming more prevalent now because of the rise of the BLM? I don't want to discount that like the BLM started it, but I do think right. that even now, like with OnlyFans and like, Hey, take my money because you have what I want to see. Right. Is this a bigger, greater shift than we were ever expecting? I think that's, that's a very good, interesting question. I think, you know, Black Lives Matter definitely put it, on the forefront for everything. You know, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of what industry or what category or what capacity, there was definitely an attention factor to the awareness. And, you know, I think prior to, you know, it being kind of, okay, this is actually a movement, if you will, obviously it was always there, but it wasn't something that was, I think for for maybe in, in in people's back of their minds, not something that was required for them to pay attention to. Like you know, they're aware of it, but oh, I mean, you know, it's it's fine. We've got diversity. We've got diversity in the workplace. We've got diversity on film. We've got you know, but it's how they see it. And what I think this, mm -hmm. what, what happened with Black Lives Matter, so not only did it bring it to the forefront for everybody else, but it also, of course, empowered within the own, within our own community. So it empowered us to basically say, mm -hmm. listen, I'm done accepting your narrative for me. I'm going to create my own. I'm going to create my own journey and you will mm -hmm. see me. And it's up to you to decide mm -hmm. what you choose to do with it. So because of that, it, it's funny you actually asked that question because literally yesterday on my Facebook page, I, I, I made a post because it was just one of those random things that popped in my head. I said, so are we, what was my, uh, I'm trying to remember verbatim, but just kind of paraphrasing it was, I said, so are we still being inclusive and diverse or has that, I said, or has it already passed? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So because I felt mm -hmm. like when yeah. this all really was brought to the forefront, even in my industry in hair and makeup, all of a sudden there was this, this thing and this boom of companies and product companies and everyone like, oh, we, we would love to talk to you or have you do a, a, um, a tutorial for us or just anything to show faces and you know and also bring things to the forefront and i'll and to save face almost it seems like and that's the biggest part because they're like yeah. oh shit because they realize because if part of your dollars if part of your viewers and membership and sales and everything else you know not all money i mean money is green period mm -hmm. yeah so it comes from in anyone's pocket so when you realize like oh shit we may lose some of that because we don't have, you know, such person to represent or to speak or to show or to whatever. So we're going to automatically, guess what? You're now vice president of whatever. And you're like, 
vice president. I was in the mailroom yesterday, but now I'm vice president. Oh, sure. Okay. You know, just things like that. Yeah. So that they, they, like you said, to save face. So there was this point where even for myself, where I'm like, okay, now it's a little bit too much. Like, it's great that you're recognizing that you, you're not being as inclusive and diverse as you should be. But now you're you're doing a little bit the most, as they say. You're doing too much. You being a little extra, and you need right. to calm you down. Need, right. You need to calm the fuck down and scale it back mm -hmm. and pace yourself. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I feel like I, I compared it to um, I was I had this conversation with someone, and I said I compared it to someone who who let's say someone's spouse died. Okay. Mm -hmm. When someone dies and someone's close to everyone is concerned about that person and they call them and they're like, how are you doing? Do you need anything? You know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Have you eaten? Like they are there, 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 there. But mm -hmm. after the service has passed, the burial is done, the phone calls now start to wean off. The visits mm -hmm. start to wean off and then it's back to normal. So it's kind of the same thing. So in that moment, you're like, oh my God, what can I do? What can I do? What do you need? Da -da 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 -da. But then, mm -hmm after a week, two weeks, a month, a year, it's not the same. So I kind of felt yeah. like this was the same thing. So when Black Lives Matter was at its peak, so to speak, uh, with mm -hmm. everything that was going on, yes, there was like, oh my God, we got to do something now. Great. But then, like you said, it was the most, it was extra. And then mm -hmm. I felt like slowly but surely, things start to taper off and we're back into this quiet little comfortable shell that we've always done. There's a, a hair page that I follow on Instagram and it was kind of that same exact thing. Like all of a sudden, now you're seeing all these different black hairstyles and all the, and, then we're like, and it's funny because a lot of people commented on their page like, okay guys, like we get it. You're trying to showcase us, that's great. But you're, you're like, seriously, calm down. Because then it becomes offensive yeah you know it's almost like I, I see what you're doing and your intent might be good but it's the delivery of what you're doing that has mm. it all fucked up and actually turns me off and turns me away to even say like i really don't even want to be bothered yeah. with you mm -hmm. you know like anything else if you're going to do it do it genuinely and just do it consistently mm -hmm. absolutely you know so i think you know so in this industry, is there a little bit more awareness? I believe so, but I think for the most part, the comfort level goes to, well, let's basically do what we've always done. Now, one of the things I recently noticed uh, with Nasty Pig, and I love Nasty Pig, they did a campaign that was promoted recently, and it is so mm -hmm. sexy. And it's of these two guys. One one is a, a black guy, and the other one is like this furry white guy. And I mean, they're so mm -hmm. freaking hot. And I thought to myself, hmm, when's the last time I've seen a Nasty Pig promo mm -hmm. like this? You know? And, and I mean, because it, it really does trigger. So it's one of those things, like, when you see something like that, you're like, wow. But then you're like, wait, okay, this is cool, but when was the last time they yeah. did this? But at least they recognize like, hey, we need to mix it up because we know our consumer is not just yeah. white men, period, you know? So to show that, and I actually saw one earlier today, um, what is it, Mr. S? Uh, S. Leather, S. Yeah. Leather, S. Mm -hmm. Leather, yeah. 
I was like, this is a hot fucking pick. Like, good job, yeah. you know? So, again, showing it, and I think that's part of the reason even why I did the, why Leatherworks, you know, maybe asked me to, to be part of their photo shoot was, again, just to be like, all right, let's, let's, let's show our community, period. Especially because they are local-based. So let's show that our community is truly exactly mm-hmm. that. A community. Yeah, community that's diverse, unique, and is not, right. they're not the same. Correct. They're not all white. Correct. And I think that that is definitely something that even we as a community, like, honestly, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm definitely predominantly white. Mm-hmm. I granted, I have, I, I have some Hispanic in her. <laughs> yes. But I do see a lot of, especially being from Orange County, California, being near LA and West Hollywood, there is a a color and that color is white and it's like and then if you're if you are something other than white Mm -hmm. you basically have to alter yourself to be to fit into that Mm -hmm. category just to even have someone put their eyes on you and i think that that's even more disgusting because like we've seen like even we saw it with gays over covid Mm -hmm. how many people who who fucking did what they did were white right Almost all of them. Exactly. You know, and yeah. it's it's like at what point do we basically tell these these cookie cutter white people that like you ain't cool anymore and we need to dump you because you're not right. you're no you're isolating an already isolated community. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's and it even bothers me. It's like, yes, I'm white and I totally get that, but I'm also on the fringe. Mm-hmm. I'm a whore gay. I like spooky <laughs> shit. You know, and like Dragula like I'll watch Drag Race, but Dragula is more my cup of tea. Right. Like because, you know, that's what we do. That's why we're we're the the fringe, if that makes sense. Right. Absolutely. And so it's not fair that other, you know, people who are not my skin color mm-hmm. aren't even being given the opportunity to just be themselves yeah. without having to change themselves. Exactly. And that's, I feel that's part of the, the biggest challenge, um, you know, even for myself personally, because one of my favorite, <laughs> that might have been. That a laugh is a little sinister. <laughs> just a little. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite things that I've been told more than once is, you know, you're nice, you're attractive, you're sexy, you're just not black enough. And I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> run that by me again. And mm-hmm. and and this phrase always comes from a white guy. Go fucking figure. Like go fucking figure. Yeah, it baffles me even more. So I'm like, and like actually I dated a guy this was years, years back. He was kind of like a it's my first boyfriend and I was, you know, 25 or something like that, young mm-hmm. and in love or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he's like, you know, I don't think I can date you anymore because I mean, you're nice and da 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 da, da but I, I just wish you were more black. And I looked at him and again, I might be a little sarcastic. And I said, please, oh, white man from Connecticut with blue eyes, please, by definition, what do you mean by I am not black enough to you? And then I proceeded to say, I'm sorry, I thought I eat fried chicken. I thought I drank great Kool-Aid. I thought I know how to dance and play sports. And he looked at me and I said, oh, you weren't referring to it sounds like. I mean, if you're going to stereotype, he's like, that's not what I mean. I just wish you had a little bit more, more, more edge and more thug to you. I said, so that's what you need? Yeah. Yeah. So again, once again, so, okay, so you didn't mean that stereotype, but you meant this stereotype. Oh. And I said to him, here's the thing. Don't 
look at me and categorize me that I should fit this mold that you need for your pleasure. And I feel like that's the challenge that I even still to this day, that actually there was a company that approached me to, to do a film. And when he talked to me on the phone, he was like, you sound different than I expected. And, you know, when people say things, you already know what the fuck they're saying without them saying it. And I Mm -hmm. said, oh, do I? And I said to him, (laughs) and I also had a glass of wine, so it kind of helped encourage this moment. Liquid motivation, liquid motivation, baby. Pretty much. I said, well, I'm sorry. Am I properly enunciating and pronouncing my words in full, complete sentences? And he just got, it got quiet. He was like, what? I said, oh, the what is it? I said, was I supposed to speak something different in some other form that you were um, expecting me to do? I said, that's not who I am. And again, I'm not knocking anyone else for who they are, mm-hmm. but that's not who I am. And for you to just kind of prejudge and, you know, kind of already pre-assess that, okay, this is, he was like, well, your name's Daddy Bull Bear. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? You know, mm-hmm. like, come on. And um, it's a stage name, motherfucker. That's what it is. Right. That's not my government name. Like, there's a difference, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Like, you know, when, when people, when they say that, and it, it's a very interesting thing. And again, it, it just makes me like, hmm. So again, I'm just wanting to see what your definition is of that. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing. And will that narrative ever change? No. It won't, you know, because I remember a guy saying that to me one time at a bar and this was years back. And I said, but I bet you if I took you home and fucked you like a black man, the way you want to be, you'd be okay with that. Right. And he's like, well, well, yeah, uh figure out your Mm -hmm. words, Mm -hmm. figure out your words, you know? Um, Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's just interesting. Because that's the thing I noticed, too, is that there will be some people who are very much who will tout inclusivity or, yeah, I'll fuck every, you know, anybody, mm-hmm. anything. But when right. they are tasked with it, it's mm-hmm. a completely mm-hmm. different story. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's and that's what is so shady about our community is that we yeah. that will say something we are her. Our bark is worse than our actual bite. We will not, Absolutely. we will, we will tout more than we'll actually do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that we, that we need to effectively change Absolutely, because it needs to happen. No, it, absolutely. So, and when you bring it to, you know, it's like anything else, when you bring it back to someone else's attention, like, okay, this is literally what you just said. And you're like, oh, I, I guess I could understand how that, you know, could be seen or yeah, absolutely. Like how mm-hmm. also like I'm supposed to be take that as a compliment or take that as like it's 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 ignorant of you it's rude of you and it's also assume. assuming yeah yeah exactly very very much so mm. so and mm. you know there there's there's always work to be done and the thing is unfortunately I feel the work will never be complete because it will always be what it is mm-hmm. but just like everything else you know having the conversation about it is good mm-hmm. but it needs to be a continual conversation and it also needs to be not just the conversation but also the actions that follow the conversation mm-hmm. that show what your intent really is yeah and that you really are wanting to change the directive of things to show to everyone that yes you mm-hmm. as 
a viewer, you as a potential uh, star in the film, you as whomever you may be, you are welcome. We want you here. We want you to enjoy what's happening here. And we hope to see, you know, that you'll tell others, you know what I mean? Because even, you know, I, I don't know in terms of, of viewership, like, and that actually, that would be kind of an interesting thing for me to see. Um, and I'm sure there's probably some way of breaking it down, who knows, somewhere in the back of a computer. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the viewers who have seen the films that I've done, what's the, mm -hmm. what's the percentage of that, you know? And also, okay, so if, you know, you've got natural born breeders, you've got hot order male, who's their primary audience and how are they marketing themselves to get a bigger audience? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. what, what platforms are they using that may cross over into other platforms that someone like, oh, oh, I've never even heard of this site, but that, this, hey, okay, let me check this out. Mm -hmm. You know, for, for, for me to be in the top three of, you know, of the top 10 models, so to speak. It means you're the kind of person that someone really wants to, to take in and right. enjoy. So then that makes me wonder, okay, well then how did, how did that come about? And who, who are these voters? Like, I feel like I'm on America's Next Top Model or something, uh, <laughs> you know, but like, what, what, how did that break down? So it's, mm -hmm. it's good to, 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 again, to have the conversations, but it's still also more important to do the actions to follow with it so that others can see like, oh, okay. Cause even something so simple as like, when I look at my, you know, between my Instagram page and even my Twitter page, you know, I look at the majority of my followers are white. There's nothing wrong with that. My, my last two mm -hmm. partners were, are white, you know, I, but I, mm -hmm. I'm not, that that's not my thing even though someone did call me out on twitter and say oh i see you're a snow queen and i'm like no this bitch didn't mm -hmm. <laughs> like oh we're still doing that in 2021 oh okay that's that's cool mm, what a shock what a fucking shock right yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just seeing you know like how do i and again i'm only one person out of millions but how do i help somehow find a way to enlighten other producers, directors, studios, photographers, because that's one of the things that like, so if you were a photographer reaching out to me and you say, hey, I wanna you know, do a shoot with you, what's the first thing I'm gonna do? Just like anybody else, I'm gonna go to your page. I wanna see your prior work. Now, mm -hmm. if I see that, oh, okay, you've already got diversity, perfect, I'm all for it. Let's go. But if I see you haven't had anyone or the last time you had someone that was of any diverse nature, has been quite some time, I'm going to question it. Because yeah. the other thing is I don't want to be the face or quote unquote, dare I say the word, the token mm -hmm. for your your company, for your brand, for your anything, just to say, look, guys, we have diversity and inclusivity. Check us, check out Daddy Bull Bear. Fuck you. No, don't check me out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because that's not <laughs> what I'm here for. Yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are hitting near the end of our hour, Daddy. So I want to know, yes. I'm going to ask some rapid fire questions more on the shooting, the sex side. So just as I just want to hear a little bit more about you. So right. which position do you prefer top, bottom, reverse? I am a top, but I am also what I call an oral top, meaning I will fuck you, but I also like to suck your dick. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's see a short session or a long, slow session. 
long and slow baby mm, long i love and that slow. Uh, short short short's good every once in a while but you you really want if you really want it long and yeah yeah mm, okay the most <laughs> ideal the most like ideal place to get busy anywhere outdoors any ooh, okay Okay, I find the pool to be very sexy. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, yeah, I was gonna say anything you know, pool, water related, mm. ocean. Yeah, mm. um, and because I'm I'm kind of an exhibitionist too, so there's mm. that part. <laughs> We're getting there. We're th this this whole Pete Flav of me is getting there. Okay, uh, so then, one artist you would play during a long session. Artist I would play. Musical artist. Oh. Okay. Music-wise, who would you want playing during that session? Sharday. Mm. Ooh, okay. Okay. That's a, okay. I like that. Mm. That's actually a pretty solid one. She's got some good music that I feel like would definitely mm. like. Yeah. That would definitely put you in the mood. It just kind of, yeah, mm, absolutely. I feel that. Two people only or group. Okay. Which one would you prefer? I'm more of a one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. I'm more one on one. I can I can do group, but if you really want Daddy Bull Bear, give me one on one. And, <laughs> I need yeah, just it'll, you it, it'll feel, going to town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it'll feel like a group to you though. <laughs> okay, so then, ooh, spit or swallow? Me, as in me? Yes. Or the person doing it? You in particular? Oh, swallow. Huh. Okay. I think I've only swallowed twice and i i'm not a huge fan then again i like i i'm i'm part of the breeder i like to get bread right. <laughs> so that's usually my right. cup of tea well and that's the thing like if, you know if I, if I happen to suck somebody off i'm like all right you know cool you know it's cool have fun with but that. i mean yeah I, I i would rather fuck you and give you everything i got mm. so okay so we have one final question yep this is gonna be a little deep go for it so hopefully you're ready for this daddy always so the question is what does sex mean to you? What does sex mean to me? It means, I'll, I will give this phrase because I've said this before. It's a journey, not a destination. Ooh, that's a good, we haven't had an answer like that yet. I like that. Because That is fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so many people are so pre-tuned and pre-set to just come in, get naked and fuck. Yeah but they don't want to get to the process of how to fuck. Yeah, and like and they mostly just want to get like pound, pound, pound and Correct, they want, to, they want the Energizer bunny. They basically want what they see in porn for the most part. That bam, 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 bam. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that, again, for mm -hmm. me, it does absolutely nothing. Again, I'm all about your energy and your vibe. Even if it's just, mm -hmm. you know, for film, for a hookup, whatever, I need to, to, to feel something about you more than just your inside. So, Mm -hmm. the, and again, because I'm laid back and chill, that's how it goes. So yeah, yeah it's it's more about the, the process and the physicality and the sensuality of like discovering what how you actually feel in the process, not just doing the process, you know? Yeah. Hmm, I like that. <laughs> All right. So that was that. Thank this you. was a solid one. I, I greatly you. appreciate, I appreciate that you got to come on. Yes. So do us a huge favor. Shout us. Shout out your socials. Where can I, where can <laughs> um, people find you? On Instagram, I'm simply Daddy Bull Bear. Uh, it's spelled out as it sounds. And on Twitter, I am Daddy Bull Bear XXX. We got to add those X's. We got to let people know. 
what they're getting themselves into. I love yep. that. Grown folks only. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for enjoying a very scintillating episode of coming and other stuff you should know i am your favorite gunkle forest <laughs> and i am daddy bull bear and always remember to stay open stay curious and stay, stay coming, coming. <laughs> yay bye everyone bye thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of coming and other stuff you should know have a question or topic suggestion we should cover send an email to comingpod at gmail.com. That's C-U-M-M-I-N-G-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Our official Instagram is at coming and other stuff. Come again soon.